0: Just too much for me. Welcome to Inside Your Head. I'm Nasty Neil and I'm joined by Audrey Walters. It's very cool to have you here.
1: Thanks for having me, Nasty Neil.
0: Very <laughs> <Right>, good. <laughs> so So it was uh, the Bill Kill uh premiere. Was that uh recent?
1: Big Kill? Yeah. yeah. Uh we had the premiere Monday and Big Kills in Theaters today, October nineteenth.
0: Yeah. So how did the premiere go?
1: The premiere was fantastic. Uh, First of all, it's so fun to get together with all the cast and the crew that you went through war with practically. You know, it's kind of like a reunion after um, you spend every day together working like crazy hours and then you don't see each other for months on end. (laughs) So that part was so much fun uh, just to see everybody again. And uh, then to see how the film turned out was phenomenal. It was really well done. I'm super excited about it.
0: Yeah. So you can, can you let us know what it's about for people who haven't seen it yet?
1: Oh, sure. Um so it's it's a fun story around these two characters who um who kind of get chased out of every western town that they make their way through and they they meet another guy who is headed for Big Kill. And, uh, lots of crazy things are happening at big kill, uh, for one, Jason Patrick, the actor, Jason Patrick is the preacher there and he is a different kind of a preacher than you would anticipate. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is one of the cowboys in the town of big kill. I play the madam in the whorehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a real throwback to the old time Westerns. Mm-hmm. That's what was so special about this film, and it had some really fun uh it had some really fun humorous moments to it too,
2: yeah
0: now uh somewhere a question to ask is uh but do you have any, is there any similarities between you and your character as the madam?
1: Oh absolutely, I mean, being a madam, you kind of have to be a ballbuster, and mm-hmm. uh me being a mom and owning and running my own business for a lot of years, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be a ballbuster.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So I, it it wasn't a stretch. We'll
0: just put it that yeah. way. Yeah. And for people out there, your your own business is not a whorehouse.
1: No, it's definitely all right, all right. not a
2: whorehouse.
1: Right. <laughs> Neil, you're so nasty.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, <laughs> uh, playing like in a time uh, period piece, like, uh, did you have a lot of fun uh, dressing up in the war- in your various wardrobes?
1: Oh yeah. Wait till you see our wardrobe. It is phenomenal. Um, Toby Bronson was the costume designer and he also worked on Deadwood. It did all the costuming for them. Uh, It's our wardrobe is amazing. So first of all, the outfits were phenomenal. Um, The hair took hours and my hair was completely fried by the end of this shoot. Uh, I, yeah, you know, it makes you wonder how they did it back then. How, I mean, truly, right. <laughs> they didn't have enough time to spend that much time like putting rollers in their hair. Um, uh-huh. But it, it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And you know, we filmed on this old historical film western set that mm-hmm. so many westerns have been filmed on. Uh, it's Bonanza Creek, and it's right outside of Santa Fe. And oh, wow. uh, yeah, it's so cool. Just being in some of those those rooms and some of those spaces and just looking at it and stuff. It, it had like this holy feeling to it. You know, all the yeah. people, all the actors who have been there before you and, and been in Westerns. It was it was, it was really awesome. It was a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of Westerns in general?
1: Yes. I used to watch a lot of Westerns with my dad when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to watch a lot of them. Uh, to be honest, if you haven't watched them in a long time,
2: uh-huh. watching
1: this one, made me want to get back into Westerns again, now <laughs> it's just uh-huh. that kind of a feel. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's just like the old tiny
0: ones. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to keep any of your uh, outfits?
1: No, I didn't get to keep any of it. It all yeah. had to get returned to somebody somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's been some pictures out on social media of, of, uh, in other places of some of the wardrobe that some of the people are wearing and there have been several requests for Lou Diamond Phillips suits. So, <laughs> Who knows? I told Toby, I said that you should make that suit and sell it because so many people keep commenting on it. Um, yeah. so wish I could have kept something that would have been fun.
0: Yeah, Halloween's coming up. You, you could add an excuse to dress up again in uh, in the Western attire.
1: Yeah, I certainly could.
0: <laughs> so, uh, it's a it's a great cast. When you when you work with uh, with other vet with uh, veteran actors, uh, do you find that you learn from them and you uh, you uh, it, it helps your craft?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, just just Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips, for example, Um, not just even working with him, but even just watching him and, and being familiar with his process and seeing him in other Mm -hmm. things, it was inspiring and, and transformative, really. I think sometimes when you haven't worked with an actor before, you always have a few apprehensions like, Oh, I wonder what they're really like, who knows, you know? (laughs) And it's been my experience that, um, that the majority of them are actually just wonderful human beings. And, um, so yeah, I, I learned, I learned a lot, um, through so many of the people too. And there were some really awesome stunts on this film that, Mm -hmm. uh, that was really fun to be behind the scenes watching.
0: Yeah, uh, can you ride a horse?
1: I sure can. I grew up in Texas. Oh, okay. My mom was a barrel racer. My mom was a barrel racer when she really started, believe it or not. Yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> I know it is, what a, right? W- yeah.
0: What is a barrel racer?
1: Well, so like in a rodeo or or like the small town rodeos, they would they would have these barrels set up, and I mm-hmm. think there's six of them. And so it's like three and three, kind of like, like dots on a domino would look for six oh. barrels. And then on your horse, you have to go race around each one of the barrels and then all the way back and they time you. And then there's like skill and technique and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just outside. worked on another film that, uh-huh. that was all about barrel racing. Believe it or really? not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It's going to be a film on Netflix called Walk, Ride, Rodeo. And, um, the whole story is, is based off of this true story of a, of a gal who, um, who was a, a world acclaimed barrel racer and then got into a car accident and was paralyzed. And then wow. she got back on the horse and mm-hmm. got back into barrel racing. Yeah. So anyway, that's oh,
0: pretty, that's cool pretty wild. Yeah. Does, um, yep. uh, have you told your mom that you're playing a, a barrel racer?
1: Um, I'm not playing the barrel racer, actually. Oh, well, in well know, I'm sorry.
0: But, but
1: yeah. yeah, but oh, yeah. I I mean, I talk to my parents all the time. So, yes, my mom was all completely aware of everything that's been oh. going on. Yeah. I mean, I had to tell them on the madam at the whorehouse, too, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: but, I was in Texas earlier this year. Where's the best place to get barbecue? Broody's okay whereabouts is that Rudy's
1: right. is in Leon Springs west of San Antonio it's in the hill country
0: all right because the now very there's big. lots
1: of other <laughs> oh yeah no Texas is really big I mean to me Dallas feels like an entirely different state than, than down where I grew up in South Texas but um yeah I think the best barbecue is Rudy's barbecue hands down
0: All right, where well, where well, do you well. like um well I was on, I was in Dallas Fort Worth, so uh I liked uh Cooper's Pit was the best barbecue I had when I was there.
1: Hmm. Never tried it. I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you know, like Texas is very big because like we looked up things to do and like, oh, you know, this would be cool to go here, but then you don't realize Texas is so big, it's like a four hour drive from where you are. Uh oh, yeah. So well, I can't really do that. It takes a You're day. like,
1: never mind, I'll just stay here and go back <laughs> to the barbecue place.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So how did you get into acting?
1: You know, something I kind of always wanted to do. I, um, took a hiatus though. I raised my kids. My husband went to medical school and residency and all that long drawn out saga (laughs) of training. And we have three kids. So I actually stayed home and raised them was a stay at home mom for 13 years. And, um, part of kind of being a, being a stay at home mom, you go through this transformation where when you're young and you're in your twenties, it's all about you and what you want to do. And once you become a mother, it's all about your kids and (laughs) what they need and what serves them. And, um, I, as they got a little older and I decided to start doing something to invest in myself again, uh, I decided to start taking acting classes and, uh once I started doing that I realized how much I loved it and that I wanted to continue doing it and I wanted to do it professionally. So from that point I started getting agents and and booking jobs and it kind of snowballed. <laughs> so yeah. I only I've only been acting for 10 years professionally.
0: Wow. So, was it difficult yeah. to 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 get into as far as you know getting roles? Yes.
1: Uh, yes and no, honestly, I kind of feel like, um, if you love something that much and you have passion for it, you're going to have to just eat the sheet shit sandwich that goes along with it. Right. Cause there's uh-huh. plenty of, of crap that goes along with trying to get these jobs, but, uh, I never really viewed it like that. I think just because I, I have a family, I had other things going on in my world that that are big deals. So, mm-hmm. um, for me, every time that I book something, it's just like, "Oh wow, that's great, yay. <laughs> um, it is a, it, it, it's very daunting all of the auditions that you that you go on and and the feedback and, and the amount of rejection that you have to be able to take. Um, it, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's like going on a hundred job interviews a year, you know <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, how
1: many people have to go on that many job interviews? Ever. Yeah. I go on multiple job interviews a week, if I'm lucky that is, <laughs> um, and, and it's all right. I, I, so I got to a point where I started looking at the auditions themselves as part of just having fun and doing the work, and, uh, and that kind of helps me to shift my perspective. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun this is going to be great. We're going to have a great time auditioning for
2: this. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I just think it's all about your attitude. And I think with any industry, but in particular the entertainment industry, because it's difficult to, to get a big break. Um, Just there's, there's, there's really crappy things that come with every single job out there. And Mm. you just got to kind of be able to take it. If you love it enough, you'll keep doing it. Mm.
0: So what were some of the like, um, either movies or TV shows, that uh, you know, you watch and like, Hey, this is what I want to do.
1: Hmm. I, I watched a lot of movies. I watch a lot of things on Netflix and I, I stream a lot, a lot of shows. I can't identify one in particular. I will hmm. tell you one film that I absolutely loved. Uh, and it's an older, older one, Shakespeare in love. Did you ever see that?
0: I have not seen um, it. I know the movie, but I've actually never seen it.
1: You know, the movie. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Well, It sounds really cheesy. Um, <laughs> I, I, that, that film really, really spoke to me in a different way. And, um, it was that film and watching some others where, um, the role of the actor is not just to be a character and, and play your part. It, it, to move the audience to to fill something and do something different. Um and I think that's kind of the cool thing about our job is it's, you know, whether it be I I had a friend who was super depressed and and um she just started watching comedies constantly. And she's like, yeah, comedies got me through my depression. So you know it's just things like that. I feel like it's it's such a bigger, bigger calling than than just putting yourself into a character because I do feel like part of our role is to lift people up or allow them to cry. If they haven't cried in a long time or what have you.
0: Yeah. So before we uh, started doing this was uh, we talked briefly about, I don't know how we got the subject, but uh, you used to do uh, like do interviews at, at wrestling shows.
1: Oh yeah. You were talking about wrestlers, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. I've had, I've done like every possible thing you could do on camera. I mean, not everything, but anyway. <laughs> um, don't don't think that.
0: Right. It's We're going back to uh-uh, the, the matter. No.
1: no okay. Did not. Okay. <laughs> well. Anyway. So. Um, yeah. One one phase of, of my life and my career. I um, I would I would interview wrestlers before and after their matches. Uh-huh. And it was. Uh-huh. It was uh, crazy fun because we would be all in, you know, the back room of a, of a school gym or whatever, <laughs> wherever uh-huh. it was at the time, getting ready, and i watching these guys, you know, they walk in there and their sweats and whenever are like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, okay, talk to you later. <laughs> and then they start putting on their makeup and their outfits and, you know, they get their lineup and they're all got everything going and it's just hilarious yeah. to me because we'd be backstage just, you know, shooting the shit, talking yeah. and we'd go out and then be camera time and I'd ask them these questions and they would just bring <laughs> it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, that was a blast. Now those are some characters. Have you watched Glow, by the way? Yes. Yeah. I've
0: actually did. it. Uh, yeah. And I used to watch the original Glow too, the actual wrestling program, but yeah. I watched you did? Both. Yeah, I've oh, interviewed some it. wrestlers from from the original Glow.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I absolutely love that show. That would be my dream role. I want to be on Glow for sure. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun show. So, how did you get into that? And like, was it like a independent wrestling?
1: Yeah, it was um, oh, NRW. I don't mm-hmm. know what it stands for. I can't remember because it was so long ago. But uh, a friend of mine was the MC
2: uh-huh.
1: of of NRW Sports and Entertainment, and uh, I, don't, I don't remember how it happened. But he just asked me if I would come be one of the correspondents at some point, and then I started doing it on a regular. <laughs> and I was yeah. there all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was a trip. It was good.
0: Yeah. I actually did commentary for a local wrestling, uh, promotion years ago. So it was, you it was did? a fun time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, was, like? it was, uh, Jackie, it was, it was a good time. Kind of like you're saying there was a, a school and, uh, the first time I did it part of like, uh, like, a, uh, the part of the etiquette of, of, wrestling is you have to go around and shake everyone's hands. And so he brought the yeah. the guy was running, brought me into the, into the, um, into the dressing room. And so it was a little mm-hmm. awkward because, like, the guys are half dressed, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I have to go and oh, introduce yeah. myself to everybody and shake everyone's hand. And, uh, but it was, it was a very fun time. And at the time, I was wearing all this red, white, and blue stuff and a top hat, uh, like, uh, like Uncle mm-hmm. Sam hat. And, uh, there was one, uh, one guy who, uh, he had, like, the evil Canadian tag team because for some reason, you know, in wrestling, we hate Canada, I guess. And, uh, and then he stood in the <laughs> ring and he, yeah, and he had me, he started like calling me out and I got the crowd to chant USA and it, it was a fun time.
1: Oh, that's so fun. That's great. And these wrestlers have like all these fans that come and they're like dressed oh, up yeah. like they are and they're cheering them on. They're like diehard fans. Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
0: So uh, you, you worked for uh, WWE studios that were in the condemned too.
1: Oh yeah. No, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, Randy Orton.
0: Yeah, so what was Randy Orton like?
1: Oh, he was great. Just a, a really cool guy. Um, totally down to earth. He had a great role. it's was, it was a really cool film. Have you seen it?
0: I've not seen the sequel. I saw the first one, and I thought the first mm-hmm. one was, uh, was really good. I thought that was probably the best. Um, at the time, I know they've done a lot since then. But at the time, I thought it was the best WWE movie.
1: Yeah. I mean... I Randy Orton, for I mean, for being a wrestler, he's a he's a great actor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's a really good actor. He should have more opportunities.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. can you tell us about? Well, the movie I mean, Arizona? I guess
1: most wrestlers are really good actors. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and The Rock has become a huge, uh, huge star, and it looks like oh, John Cena is yeah. going to be, you know, following him. hmm So, uh, can you tell us about the movie Arizona?
1: Oh yeah. Arizona, uh, was a quirky, crazy movie. Great cast, uh, worked with Rosemary DeWitt. Seth Rogen was in it. Um, Danny McBride, of course.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's a quirky film about, um, housing development in Arizona during the housing boom. And that time where everybody was able to, to buy a million dollar house, even though they they could not afford to pay for it. And, uh, it's fun. Danny McBride plays a psychotic, crazy person. And, uh, it's, it's a fun film. It's a lot of fun. It's a a good one to, to get and stream at home and, and chill out and have lots of laughs.
0: Mm. Speak that how, how is streaming like uh, affected you as an actor? it seems like there'd be a lot more opportunities with, you know, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and, you know, all these sites even having new shows and, and uh, movies made for them.
1: Absolutely. I think it's amazing. It's one of the best things that could actually ever happen to, to actors out there. You know, we're years ago. All the actors are vying for these three network shows, you know, that they really want to get on. And there's so, there's a scarcity and, hardly any roles out there. And now with so much programming available, I mean, you said it yourself, there's just so many more opportunities. And the thing I love about it is there's such a variety. I Mm -hmm. felt like, um, I love how all of the entertainment embraces every type of person and no matter your age or, or anything. Um, I think it's really, really awesome how there's something for everyone. And I I love it whenever I I pick a show, some random show on Hulu or whatever. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And I watch it, and it freaking blows me away, and there's not (laughs) one person in the cast who I've ever seen in anything before. I'm like, where do these people come from? This is awesome. (laughs) So I I think it's it's incredible because it just gives more opportunities for for some crazy talented people to, to, to get to show their stuff and do the work.
0: Yeah. You know, speaking of that, like when I was younger, uh, you know, binge watching wasn't even a thing. Like if you didn't, if you weren't able to catch a show when it was originally on, like you probably just wouldn't see unless it was in reruns or something, but it's cool. Now you can actually go and watch whole new, you know, a whole, whole series of a show, you know, all 10 seasons or whatever seasons it is.
1: Yeah. It's totally spoiled me because mm-hmm. now I, for, okay. So I really like Shameless. Have you, you watched Shameless? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like Shameless too.
1: Okay. Well, so the new season right now drives me crazy because they just keep releasing a, a new episode every Sunday. And I guess that's just what they do. You know, <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> I want to be able to watch them all back to back to back. I want to know what happens next right away. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, how fun is that? I I love that we can watch things, but I think also it puts more pressure on the filmmaker and the editors mm-hmm. knowing that that people are sitting down and watching the entire season from beginning to end maybe in the course of two days. It happens. Yeah. I mean that's that's a little more of an added pressure artistically, but it's kind of awesome it gets you get to take it to a whole different level i mean you get to have introduced concepts and and longer story arcs that that can happen Mm -hmm. if people are watching it back to back to back
0: yeah yeah i think it's really a golden age of uh television series like there's so many Mm -hmm. great uh uh, series and like you said the story arc like one of my favorite shows is breaking bad and i thought that was the best story arc from a show from the first episode to the last episode, you know, it connected everything and it would call back to previous seasons. And it's just like, uh, yeah. to me, it was a masterpiece. And there's so many
1: shows. Gillian like is that. a genius. Vince yeah. Gillian is a genius and a, and a, and a hell of a nice guy too. I've met him before. He, oh, yes. really, yeah. Love that show. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I love Better Call Saul too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was a, that's one where, uh, like this season watching, you have to wait every week to see the next episode. It does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> part of it's, it's annoying, part of it right? makes you like, yeah, it's annoying. Part of it makes you like, uh, it feels a little more special, I guess. Cause you have to wait a week, but at the same time, like I, I don't want to have to wait a week. I want to watch. I want to just keep watching episode after episode.
1: I know we're so spoiled. Aren't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, Oh, I don't want to wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, do you have a Do you have a favorite genre to act in?
1: Oh, dark comedy. Yeah, because it has a it has the uh, the drama, but with you know a comedic flair, uh, mm-hmm. which which is something I just t- gravitate toward naturally. It's probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Mhm. As far as things to any- watch. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> it's not
0: your favorite to watch. I love to
1: watch every. No. Well, I love to watch everything. I, I really do. Um, but I, I like shows that make me think. I, I I'm no, I'm not a fan anymore of the spoon fed show where it's so obvious. I, I really want shows that are make me think and that mm-hmm. I have to try and figure out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It seems like uh, <clears throat> along those lines, like sitcoms really aren't. A big deal anymore it used to be well you know when i was growing up it was you know sitcom was like rural television but it seems like that's kind mm-hmm. of uh there's only a few that really are, are popular anymore
1: yeah that's and it is interesting isn't it mm-hmm. I, I, I mean i i like sitcoms i just don't watch them all that often and some of the way that the sitcoms, the, sitcoms, the sitcoms
2: have shifted. That's a good name for one, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, let's look this name that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, way, the way that the sitcoms have shifted, it's just uh-huh. different. It, it's not that multi-camera anymore. Like, sometimes whenever I, I, I'm trying to figure out something to watch, and I see something that is that multi-camera, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know, I'm not really in the mood for that, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Mm -hmm. shit calm i like that
1: shit calm (laughs) coming to
0: netflix (laughs) 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 so uh can you tell us about uh talk to the camera
1: oh yeah absolutely um so talk to the camera is a business that i started with a friend of mine and it's an after school program and summer camps for kids we make movies with kids and YouTube videos and news broadcasts and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, we we started it when our kids were younger and they were all on their cell phones constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started getting really irritated because they we, they wouldn't make eye contact with us. And we felt like their social communication skills were just not what they should be. Mm -hmm. Um so that's kind of we came up with this concept for kids to to do some activities uh where you where they go on camera and they talk to the camera and watch themselves back. And uh it was cool because we saw some some really neat transformations and we have over the years with with kids who who start to develop the skill of public speaking and gaining confidence watching themselves back. So, um, yeah, that's the business I run now and it, and it's it, where we started and where we are now is, is amazing. We franchised the business and, uh, now we're, we're opening up in a few other states and even more that are, that are in the works too, which is so exciting.
0: Yeah. it's very cool. Uh, where can people find that? Is there website?
1: Yeah. Talk to the Well,
0: there you go. It's very easy to remember
1: yeah it's really easy yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to make it simple
0: <laughs> all
1: right just like so, talk to the hand but talk to the camera
0: right right yeah i got you i like it yeah <laughs> i actually didn't even have a cell phone till about five years ago uh, you're and one that, of those not, yeah yeah my friend at the time uh annabelle she's like you, can't, you have to have a phone and i'm like ah, i don't need one but then after i then after i got one I do tend to uh, use it all the time, which is probably not, not a great thing, but you do kind of have to have one.
1: Well, so did you go through the phase where you refused to text people and you still called them since you were so late getting a cell phone?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't need, I don't want to, you know, it seemed unnecessary <laughs> so to have
1: stubborn. one. <laughs> and now you're probably addicted to it, aren't you? Uh, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> that, uh, a, couple <laughs> we- uh, well, a couple months ago, I, was, I went to England for the first time with my friend Jason. And he said I was so mm-hmm. grumpy because I had no cell phone uh, uh, connection when we first got there, and I, and like so I was like we gotta go and I got to, I need to have it, and he's like oh you can do without Facebook for a day, but I was, I was like well it's not for that. I really the the maps part was what I wanted it for.
1: Oh, of course, But of course, yeah.
0: yes. <laughs> I was like, how did people walk around here before before you had maps on your phone? How, how would you find your
1: way? It's true though. I mean that yeah. map. Freaking saved me everywhere I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny.
0: (laughs) So uh, Halloween is coming up. Do you do do anything for Halloween?
1: Usually get dressed up. My neighbors have a party every year. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a really big deal because they give away really nice prizes to the winners of the costume contest. Mm -hmm. And this year i know what i'm gonna be you want to uh, give it away or gonna, is it a secret i'll give it away no it's right, totally right. fine um so me and my girl crew we're gonna we're gonna be the glow girls
0: oh awesome uh-huh that's awesome
1: uh-huh so i'll be liberty bell <laughs>
2: uh-huh <laughs> that so I'm to win. that's a great awesome. I, I won yeah.
1: um let's see i've i've won their contest so they've been doing it for Oh gosh, 12 years. We've been going to this party.
2: Um,
1: and one year I won, I went as uh, Oh God. What's her name? Nicole Simpson. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And I won that year. And, uh, another year I won going as, uh, we went, as the whole group from Glee back when Glee was a big thing. Uh-huh. And I was one yeah. of the cheerleaders and we had that whole thing going on. So I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a even better one. I'm really excited <laughs> about it.
2: Uh-huh. How Can about you?
1: Do you the, dress up? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I go to, uh, I actually go to this, uh, it's a 12 hour horror movie marathon every uh, Halloween. Oh. Well, oh, it's like wow. the Saturday before Halloween. So it's um, really from, from midnight till noon the next day and uh, they they have a costume contest there and it's just it's just a really fun time uh you have sometimes you got to pick a
1: little
0: to fall uh this sounds silly but um <laughs> so i bought a i'm going as, as poop so i've got a like a, a poop hat the oh. big a, a big like fluffy plush one and then i got like a brown hoodie and brown pants and gloves That's
1: and... awesome oh <laughs> fun I want to, yeah,
0: and I want something that's kind of comfortable because I'll be there for 12 yeah. hours. So, Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, and, and something you can fall asleep in if you want to.
0: Exactly. It's very comfortable. Yeah. The hat's almost like a pillow. So <laughs> Just, Do you yeah, have some, a
1: who'll 12 hours.
0: Uh, no, that would be good, though. <laughs> I don't know what my friends are going in. Uh, my brother is mm. going to go, is. Uh, I see going as uh, Someone from Aladdin and he wanted me to go as like the uh, the genie, but I was like, oh, I don't want to paint myself blue. Doesn't really You're sound like yeah. uh, <laughs>
1: it'll take too long to come off. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll rub off on the uh on the seat. Leave a big blue stain. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to do that. But yeah, Halloween's always fun.
1: It is. It's a fun time of year.
0: Yeah. So uh, what are you uh seems like you have a lot of stuff going on, but are you working on anything currently?
1: Not at the moment. I, I just finished working on walk ride rodeo. Uh I have another film that I will be working on shortly. And um and then a few other things in the works, you know, uh that can't really like put out there quite yet, but you know. Yeah. There'll be something around the corner. There always is. <laughs> All right.
0: How can people follow you so we, so we can see the pictures of you as uh, as the glow girls?
1: Oh yes, um, so on Twitter I'm Audie Walters, A U D I E Walters.
2: That's mm-hmm. because
1: my dad really loves Audie Murphy. I don't know if you know who Audie Murphy is. Yeah, so yeah. he always called he always called me Audie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Instagram I'm Audrey Walters, really simple, and uh, same thing on Facebook and on my website it's the same com. try to keep it simple you know
0: yeah of course uh, that's <laughs> the best way some people come on they'll have some you will be like something like a nickname that's personal to them but which is cool and all but yeah. like most people aren't going to know this so it's <laughs> it's hard to find them
1: i know well yeah the audie walters thing that i one's just, cute. Is something i always yeah. have to explain i know and it's funny after i wanted to change it to just my name it, Twitter wouldn't let me change it because I guess there was this, uh, Senator or, or something from Canada and her name is Audrey Walters. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, kind of yeah. fascinating. Right. Yeah, and, right. um, so I couldn't change it and I was like, dang, ah, <laughs> so anyway, stuck with yeah. Audie Walters, but it's okay. All Cause right. it makes me then have to tell people about Audie Murphy and
0: <laughs> yeah, figure process. out who knows
1: about Audie Murphy. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Or you, know, you could you could battle her for, for in the ring as a glow girl for the right to use Audrey. <laughs> on Twitter.
1: That would be a shitcom that I would watch. <laughs> right, right.
0: Audrey Wilters' <laughs> Twitter handle on a pole match coming on. Shit-com. <laughs> <laughs> so but, oh, I, I forgot. I have to ask you: What was it like to be in a movie with Jane Fonda and Robert Redford?
1: Oh yeah that was transformative i I mean their icons they are absolutely amazing uh, that was a huge, huge honor. I felt like I really made it at that point yeah. <laughs> even if it was just for a little bit you know sure. um, it, there there was just nothing like it and uh, especially i I grew up in the generation where um I, my my parents, in particular, always loved Robert Redford, and so that—that that to me was even a bigger deal to be able to share that with my parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's huge. cool. Yeah, I mean that's an that's an icon. So that, yeah, that's pretty awesome.
1: That is an icon, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's just not that many icons like that. Um. So it, it was it's a big deal. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate coming on today. I had a lot of fun talking to you.
1: Yeah, I had a great time talking to you. Don't be too nasty, Neil.
0: (laughs) I will try not to be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, I'll talk to you later. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.
2: Bye. All my high school friends are off in college now. And I get high and watch TV all day. My mother's basement's really not that bad I got everything I need and I don't pay And I never asked to grow up So please don't make me do it I wasn't meant to grow up Don't think I'll make it through it Things have been going south since I hit puberty. It looks like growing up is just too much for me a kid Swapping baseball cards and playing ball Then came high school classes that I couldn't understand And girls who wouldn't notice me at all Need to make a move. I just agree with them, but I say not now. No, not right now. When they say I need to get a life, I. me